Welcome to the RE Effect Podcast. It's your host, Ms. Jovan. Today, I have the honor of having Marilyn Birchie, who is the medical director and founder of Trinity Wealth. Please stay tuned as she discusses the importance of maintaining a healthy lifestyle to achieve your weight loss goals. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for being a part of the podcast today. Thank you for the invitation. Can you provide um, for our listeners your credentials? Um, yeah, so my name is Marilyn Bershey, and I'm a certified family nurse practitioner. And what is the difference between a nurse practitioner and a medical doctor? So nurse practitioners are advanced practice um, nurses that have received advanced practice training. So um, previously it was a master's degree program and right now is a doctoral degree program. Um, There's different specialties, but nurse practitioners can also diagnose and treat similar to what a physician would do. Um, There's different specialties. So like I do family medicine, so I can see patients of all ages and genders, but there's some that are like women's health nurse practitioners, psychiatric or nurse anesthetists. So they're the ones that put you to sleep before surgeries. Um, So the main difference is training. We are, we start at, started off as nurses and then became advanced practice where we can diagnose and treat similar to a physician. I think a lot of times people tend to get it confused. Um, mm-hmm. you know, or they may be hesitant to treat with a nurse practitioner just because they don't have doctor, you know, in front of the title. Yes, and that is understandable. Um and at one point in time we were considered mid-level practitioners, similar to a physician assistant. But the only thing with the physician assistant is they have to practice underneath a doctor. Nurse practitioners are autonomous. So we do receive extensive, you know, advanced practice training to be able to diagnose and treat patients. So, you know, and the good thing about nurse practitioners is that we have a lot of um kind of one-on-one bedside experience. So um, sometimes you'll notice that a lot of nurses are more holistic um, because that's just, that's the, that's what we learn in nursing school is to be more mind, body, spirit, thinking about the patient as a whole and not just the diagnosis. That's good. And you are also the director and founder of Trinity Wealth. Yes, Trinity Wellness um, and Medical Weight Loss Clinic. I am a health coach as well, and I am the founder of Trinity Wellness. And what services do you offer at Trinity Wellness? So at Trinity, we um, we 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 focus on mind, body, and spirit. We focus on health improvement and weight loss. So, with you having your own business at Trinity Wellness, do you still? also you know do other private practices as a nurse practitioner I do so I kind of moonlight as a nurse practitioner um, in a physician's office as well Um, and then I also teach other nurses oh that's cool so at Trinity Wellness do you personally work one-on-one with the patients or is there a collaborative team effort involved Yes. So every patient will meet me. Um, We do have another health coach that works with us um, as needed. Um, But most patients, when your first uh, visit, you'll have a a consultation with the nurse practitioner, which I am. And I do know weight loss um, is one of the other areas that you specialize in. 
how important is developing and maintaining healthy eating habits? Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's it's just just as important as waking up and breathing every day. Um, you know, in order to live a happy life, in order to, you know, have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, we have to have good health. Um, so, and that's something that we have to incorporate daily into our activities. It helps us live longer. It helps um, decrease the risk of many diseases. Um, even as you heard on COVID-19, you know, some people, um, they said that, it, you know, you're, you're higher risk for um, having um, worse outcomes of COVID-19 if you are obese. So it's just things like that. As you think about just living a happy, healthy life, you, you definitely want to make sure that you're incorporating daily habits uh, just to live longer. And speaking of healthy habits, I do know that, you know, what you eat um, is an important factor in that case. So do you de- help your patients develop meal plans or can they, and can you also address the fact of you can eat whatever you like and still lose weight? Yeah, so at Trinity, everyone gets a customized meal plan or weight loss plan. So it really base, is based off the patient, the client that comes in and their lifestyle, what they're looking for, recent you know diets they've been on and things like that. So we can create a more customized meal plan where we actually give you um, recipes and everything like that. Um, but we also like, there are some patients where we'll give you kind of the skeleton, the outline, we'll go over you know, your calories and your macronutrients and, and the basis of healthy habits, but allow you to fill in the blanks in regarding like exactly what you wanna eat. I know personally, I hate eating salads and that's okay. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not a salad person, but I still lost 30 pounds this year. And I'm just like, you know, I know the the skeleton, the basic skeleton of what I need and I fill that in. So instead of a salad, I might get a lean meat and some vegetables and a healthy complex carb rather than putting it all in one bowl with some dressing on top. So it really is based on the client and um, what their needs are. Um, Speaking of, can you eat anything you want? Uh, I always tell my clients everything in moderation. Um, I find it really hard because when you're really trying to make lifestyle changes that will last your entire life, it's really hard to just throw out food groups and throw out foods and say, I'm, you know, I'm never going to eat carbs again. I'm never going to eat, you know, one thing again. Um, that's really hard to do. And that's not really um not very sustainable. So uh, everything in moderation, I mean, we want the basics of our diet to be, you know, healthy protein, making sure you're getting enough carbohydrates for your body type, that you're getting in the healthy fats. And, you know, if you have a slice of cake on your birthday, it's not the end of the world. You know, um, really, uh, really thinking about our thoughts on specific foods. So we look at sweets and stuff as a snack and what is a snack? A snack is something you probably should have maybe once a week. So if you do have a cookie, you know, you don't have to completely take that out of your diet, but it's the moderation. Um, And I find that when we, you know, don't completely throw out food groups, but we really focus on the healthy habits regarding them, um, we less have that time where we, you know, we gorge or we completely go off diet and we have a whole cheat day uh, when you can just, you know, in your in your normal daily diet, kind of put in foods here or there. Uh, it really helps make the plan more sustainable. So my thing is, I do love salads. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you like. 
think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just for me, I think sometimes when we see like the you know the keto diet and mm-hmm. all the diets that's out there, we see you know others with great results. Yes. You know, from you know, doing those particular diets. But are they are they healthy to do? So, I mean, in regards to keto, there's a lot of scientific information saying how it can be beneficial. Um, but like I said, it, it's not one size fits all. It's not going to be healthy for everyone. It's not going to be great for everyone. There are certain people with certain medical conditions where keto might not be appropriate. I've had clients who tried keto and felt terrible and they didn't have the same results. And that's fine. You know, you shouldn't just completely throw away, you know, trying to find healthy eating habits, but finding what works for you. So a lot of the diets kind of come down to, um, you know, a calorie deficit. So even if you're doing keto, but you're eating 2000 calories a day and your basal metabolic rate says that, you know, you need to be eating 1300, you're not going to lose the weight that you're going to, you know, that you want to lose. So it really is kind of most diets, keto, paleo, all of the ones that you're looking at, focus on, you know, what are your goals? If we're looking to lose weight, then we're going to be in a calorie deficit. If we're um, looking to maintain our weight, we're going to be at an equal BMR. Or if we're looking to gain weight or muscle mass, we're going to look at possibly increasing our calories or increasing our protein intake and things like that. Um, And just really finding the specific diet for you. Some diets work for some people better. Um, based off their medical history and things like that. I know some women with PCOS, keto works really well with that. Um, But for some women based off their medical history, it might not be the best one. So it's, um, it's kind of hard to kind of give like a blanket statement, but my best thing, and that's why I like to meet every client that comes in our door, so we can make a determination as to what is the best plan for you based on your lifestyle, based on your medical history, based on, you know, culturally, sometimes it's, it's hard to do specific diets. So there's a lot of factors that go into that. Speaking of um, weight loss and dieting, do you work with patients who are um, considering um, having the, the, the bariatric surgery? Yeah, so we have worked with patients before bariatric surgery um, and after. Most surgeons have specific plans for while they're, you know, when they have the surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, But we've worked with a lot of clients afterwards or they had it a few years ago and they're trying to get back on track. Um, So, yes, we do work with them very well versed in bariatric surgeon clients and their needs are a little bit different. You do have different nutritional needs based off of what procedure you had. Um, So that, too, comes into account as well. And now that we are in this, you know, I guess, I don't even know if I can say post-COVID, but now that we're going through the the measures of shifting through COVID, a lot of people I've noticed have resorted to doing things naturally more so. Yeah. So are there any natural products that you are aware of or natural resources that can be used to help with weight loss? Absolutely. So a lot of the things that we use for weight loss, um, it's just making sure that we are um, maximizing the food and the nutrients, the vitamins that we're putting in our body. So naturally, for example, a lot of people who are dieting or some people who just don't have a very well-balanced diet, we're deficient in a lot of vitamins like vitamin D, we're deficient in B vitamins, we're not getting enough protein and things like that. I know for myself, you know, 
my weight loss story, I was almost 300 pounds and I've lost a hundred pounds. And I remember going to the doctor and they're like, your vitamin D is low, you're anemic, you, you know, you have all this. So I'm eating a lot, but I'm just not getting in the vitamin and nutrients that I needed to. So there are a lot of natural supplements that will help boost your energy, give you that energy to exercise, help you feel good. That's a big thing. So a lot of the natural supplements I recommend are vitamin supplementation. Um, we do vitamin B12 injections if you're deficient, if it's beneficial for you. Um, and then we also offer uh, a vitamin supplement kind of weight loss, just supplemental program called the Prothin um, vitamin supplements, which are more natural. And they do include a lot of vitamin supplementations like the B vitamins and things like that. And then there are some natural um, supplements like Quarena or bee pollen, things like that, that have been shown to boost energy and things like that. So there are some supplements that we specifically recommend. Um, and it's a lot of it, a lot of it, like we talked about, it's just making sure that you're getting in the correct vitamins and nutrients. So what is one of the biggest misconceptions um, when it comes to losing weight or the weight loss process? Wow. So my big, the biggest misconception um, there's a few. <laughs> Number one is that that it's gonna happen quick. It's not. Uh, you know, it's really hard for us to gain weight quick. You know, usually we do it over months and things like that. But losing weight very quick, a lot of times, isn't always the best because I always I find that the quicker you lose it, sometimes the quicker you gain it back. So um, a lot of people are looking for very immediate results, but your body needs time to adjust to the changes that you're making. Most people will hit a plateau for, you know, weeks sometimes, but as long as you're still incorporating those healthy habits, you will, you know, um, you'll get over that plateau. So just having patience with the process and knowing that, you know, it does work. We just have to, you know, keep going at it and keep making sure that you're putting in the healthy habits. Um, and then my biggest thing is instead of just trying to be on a crash diet or a a diet. I don't really like the word diet um, <laughs> because in, in general, diet is just what we're ingesting. It's just what we're eating. So, you know, if you go to McDonald's, that's your diet too. But if you eat a smoothie or, you know, or drink a smoothie, that's a diet as well. But there's kind of a bad connotation to the word diet. And we always think about that it's a short-term thing when it's not. It's really what you are ingesting every single day. So I like using, you know, healthy habits. So you're just changing the habits because that's something that those are habits that we're doing every single day in order to feel and live better. Um, so it's not just something we're doing for a short period of time just to get in a quick bathing suit, but it is something that we do want to change over time um, with weight loss being an added benefit. Um, because a lot of times once we, you know, change what we're eating, change our exercise, increase our vitamin and nutrient intake, sometimes we start to feel better before you see any weight change. You, you know, you'll feel a little bit more energy, you're waking up earlier, you're exercising. And some people get really discouraged when they see, oh, I only lost two pounds. But that's amazing. You know, that's two pounds that you lost. But also, how are you feeling? How's your body feeling? Are you know, are you getting the energy that you need? You're moving more. And we forget about the cardiovascular health, the, the mental benefits of it, the spiritual benefits of eating well and exercising and things like that. And finding that 
um, you know, putting our goals to changing our habits and, and improving our lifestyle with the added benefit of weight loss really does help change our perspective and sometimes helps us just kind of work on this journey a little bit longer. And it's up and down, <laughs> you know, uh, I have a lot of clients that you know, to get their weight loss goal. It's not just a clear slot down. You know, you might lose five pounds and gain one and then lose five more and gain two. You know, it's just, it's a it's a process, but if you stick to it, you definitely will be, will be successful and consistency is definitely the key. How do you, you mentioned earlier that you yourself have lost a hundred pounds. Yes. How do you use your story to um, shed light and impact others? Oh, a lot of it is just um, the understanding. You know, I've I've literally probably been on every crash diet known to me. <laughs> you know, I've been there. I've done that healthy ones and unhealthy ones because I know that feeling, that desperate feeling of I just want to lose weight no matter what. Um, and I felt like I had to come to this where I am now, this epiphany where it's not just about dieting and being on a juice cleanse and things like that. But once I changed my mindset um, of just wanting to live better, you know, um, and change my healthy habits, it, it became a lot easier actually to, to lose the weight. Um, and so a lot of times I do relate with my clients, especially when they're going through, you know, difficult times or they might not be seeing the numbers on the scale change. Um, that's kind of why I created Trinity, um, because specifically, you know, there isn't one one plan and it's not just about the numbers on the scale. It is holistic. It is about mind, body, spirit. So if we're not seeing our weight change and things like that, sometimes we can switch the focus, you know. What's going on mentally? What's going on spiritually? Are we getting enough rest? Are we getting sleep? Are we getting that time to decompress stress, especially for women and their hormonal changes can have a hot, can have a big effect on your weight loss. So it's taking everything into the picture and making sure we're addressing um, different areas of your life to make sure that you're, you're reaching your goals. Um, and then, you know, understanding sometimes, uh, Sometimes I feel like with some people, like when I went to weight loss programs, it's just like, well, you're not losing weight. You must not be doing it. And it's like, no, I'm putting in the work, but you know, I'm not seeing the results that I want to see. So having someone that is more um, understanding and empathetic with the process, it kind of helps over time. I agree with that. And also you mentioned the mindset, like you never know. Some people tend to think, oh, a person, you know, is struggling with their weight solely due to let's say maybe what they're eating and it's not necessarily always the case that may play a role but it's you know it's more to it than just that exactly yeah we can have I mean there's so many different things you know number one women who struggle they're gonna be medical issues so women with PCOS thyroid issues you know other vitamin deficiencies it can be um mental illness you know people sometimes people who struggle with certain mental illnesses like depression and things like that that can have effect on their weight um certain medications where you'll be put on you know uh antidepressant but that might lead to weight gain so there's just so many factors that affect it um and we like I always I always kind of stress for clients especially in the past year in COVID, how our mental health can affect our weight loss. Like if we're, you know, under a high amount of stress um, and we're not sleeping and we're not, you know, drinking our water and things like that, you'll see that that will stall your weight loss. Even if you are 
in the calorie deficit, exercising and everything else, you might see, you might see the effect in other areas. And I'm just curious, is there one patient who has had an impact on you in this process? Like one story that just stands out to you? Wow. So I would say, I mean, I have a lot of clients. So we've been, um, I started in 2018. I do have a client that she started with me in 2018. um, And her goal, her original goal was to lose um, 50 pounds before her 50th birthday, which uh, she slowly got there. She honestly, she did not reach 50 pounds by her 50th, but we got very close. And um, I loved her story because she, you know, she, she came to me and was telling me about, you know, I might only lost 38 pounds, but, you know, I went down three dress sizes. I feel great. You know, I'm, you know, I'm waking up early in the morning to run, which I haven't done this in years. You know, it really just changed her lifestyle. And even afterwards, she continued it um, and continued her weight loss efforts and did reach her weight loss goal. Um, But it just, it, it really, um, it really inspires me as well. I would say I mine's patients inspire me as well to just, you know, keep going, not just for the the weight loss, but for the health that you're gaining. And how can we educate our communities about developing and maintaining a healthy lifestyle? Because typically mm. is, you know, people tend to think, oh, a healthy lifestyle means that I only had to eat this, you know, and and in order to, you know, eat healthy, it's going to cost an arm and a leg. So how yes. do we educate them on that? <laughs> it is important. It's important to just keep promoting it daily. Um, a lot of my clients, depending on where you're starting from, that's why I like to say healthy habits. Sometimes it might just be instead of going on a major complete change of your diet, start with getting your water intake for the day. Start with incorporating more fresh fruits and vegetables into your diet. There are some people, you know, if you live in Baltimore City, it might be a food desert and things like that. We try to find ways to work around what what we have available to us and make that um, and work that to your benefit. Um, One of my biggest things is, you know, be that change that you want to be in your community. So, you know, the summer's coming up. I always have these conversations during the summer with cookouts and the 4th of July and graduation parties and all of that. And, um, and instead of just saying like, oh, going to cook out all the food is unhealthy. It's not true. You know, you can pick out the healthier options. You can, you know, go towards the, the, the burgers and the meats for your healthy protein and maybe skip the carbs, um, the simple carbs that are there and get some vegetables or you can be the one that brings the healthy dish to the cookout. You know, if there isn't anything there that you feel like you can eat that is healthy, be that one that brings healthy dishes. Um, I've noticed, especially uh, on the internet, you'll see a lot of videos of people incorporating vegetables and stuff in what I say classical dishes like baked mac and cheese and stuff like that. And it's like a big sin to do that, but not necessarily. <laughs> you know, that's that's actually a great way to start incorporating things into your diet is to add it into things that you like, you know, or instead of going for the full fat cheese, go for the non-fat cheese. Like these are all just small changes. The non-fat, um, uh, what's it called, milk while you're making these certain dishes. These are all small changes that we can make that can lead to longer success. I know being of African culture, you know, we cook with palm oil, which is very rich, high in cholesterol, 
can be very bad for your cholesterol and your heart. But, you know, making small changes like, you know, cooking with more olive oil, decreasing the oil altogether, cooking more with chickpeas and things like that can still change what you're eating, but into a more healthier option. And another thing I always recommend is to start young. It's so much easier to train a child up of healthy habits rather than changing an adult's habits. So I'm very big on introducing our children to snacks such as fruits, veggies, you know, there's really good, um, you know, you can have carrots, you can have um, peppers and things like that. Um, you know, the bell peppers are really good, put it in some ranch dressing, you know, these are good options that we can teach our children when we're young. So where, you know, they're not thinking of a snack is a cupcake, their snack might be a fruit or vegetable. So um, that's one thing that I'm actually looking to more promote it is healthy eating habits in children. Because, you know, once that becomes their lifestyle, it's easier for them to continue it into adulthood rather than changing their complete thinking as adults. So that's definitely what I would recommend. Tell me about it. I'm trying to change the mindset of teenagers. <laughs> this whole and that time. is the hardest thing you would say. It's definitely hard. It's it's tug and war. It, it's like, ew, I don't like that. I'm like, try it, you know. Or I say, well, you, you did used to eat this when you were younger. What happened? But exactly, exactly. But yeah, I mean, seeing what's around them. I know, um, you know, making it a family thing and making it fun. You know, finding good recipes that they like as well. And it doesn't have to be boring. Like I, you know, like we talked about making something like mac and cheese, but putting more vegetables in it and things like that. So it's still flavorful. Um, and definitely experimenting with a lot of different spices and flavors to make sure that we're not getting just like that healthy bland diet where it's not enjoyable, as enjoyable as some of the foods that are higher in, you know, sugar or fat content. Wow, Marilyn, you really have a lot of knowledge over there. Oh, thank you. And I'm glad that you were a- are able to use your story to help others and get them on the right path. Um, in their weight loss journey. And I'm quite sure that there will be plenty of successful stories coming from Trinity Wellness. So thank you so much. You're welcome. So how can, you know, people reach out to you if they are looking or interested in their weight loss journey? Yeah, so they can find all of our information online on our uh, website at Trinity Weight Loss MD, like the state Maryland, md.com, where you can look at our different programs, what we offer, and you can schedule online as well, or you can call our office at 443-218-8133. Thank you so much, Marilyn, for all of your input, and everyone, please be sure to reach out to her. At Trinity Wellness, I'm quite sure you will not be disappointed. We've put on enough weight for COVID, so (laughs) we can get it all off. Absolutely. Come on through. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.